Hello and welcome to the Maritime Milson Podcast, Episode 9. I'm your host, Hooligan, and with me are my friends and teammates, Guardian and Nightmare. This week, we're talking with English Dave of Keep Calm Carry On Scenarios about MegFed Paintball in and around the Maritimes. And we're going to be hearing from Dave about the second annual Maritime MegFed League, which is being hosted across three different provinces this year. All right. Well, English, welcome to the Maritime Milson Podcast. Uh, it's really awesome to have you come on and talk to us about what you're up to this year. So uh, to get started, why don't you tell everyone listening a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with organizing events around the Maritimes. Well, uh, I moved over to Nova Scotia, what are we now, seven years ago, I think, to, uh, to come over and live. And uh, within a few weeks of uh, being over here, I walked into uh, Banshee Paintball, which is sadly isn't with us anymore. Good old Banshee. Yeah. And I uh, I got talking to... Uh, to Eric Fisher, and, and that was it. I was uh, I played over in the UK in speedball, and uh, when I came over here back then, there wasn't that much speedball around. It seemed that uh, it was only just kind of starting over here, or I guess getting popular. And uh, he kind of talked me into playing woods ball, and uh, and that was it. I was uh, I was hooked with him, hmm. uh, and then uh, we played with the. Uh, the Banshee team up until uh, Banshee closed, what was it, last year? year before last. So, and then, uh, then we went our separate ways and we uh, we formed the Wolverines. And a part of uh, part of Banshee closing, I guess, was kind of what spurred me on to uh, organize uh, the events over the last few years. Kind of fill in the void, I guess. <laughs> hmm. All right. I always wondered how you got into it, how you got involved. Yeah, it was. I guess it was a stroke of luck, really. I, I was uh, just at the right place at the right time, and and uh, chatting to Eric, and it just kind of snowballed from there, helping him with the uh, the original Warriors and Woods games. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that's right. You were you were uh, one of the early organizers for that. Yeah, we did. Uh, when did I come on? I think the my first game would be. Uh, oh God, was it Recon? Can't remember now. Was uh, I think it was that would be the either recon or no recon was the banana boat we built the banana boat for recon so it'd be the one before that. Hold on, explain that explain the banana boat. The banana boat you um, I'm not sure if either you or Jason was was any of you for uh, for recon. No. The warriors in the woods we had a banshee used to use a an old Polaris and uh, they used to put a shell over the top of it use it as a tank and drive it around. Oh. I think I see it. Was that at Operation Raven? Uh, it was at Raven. What did we do for Raven? Because I remember there being this big, ugly boat-looking thing going up <laughs> and down the road out of the quarry. Yeah, it might, have been, it might have been Raven that we did the boat. I can't remember what, which one it was. But, uh, yeah, maybe maybe Recon was a tank and Raven was a boat. Anyway, yeah, it was uh, it was built on top of a Polaris. It was, uh, we had two... <laughs> Two uh, mounted uh, 98s on either side of it, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Huh. Yeah, that uh, I remember because I did uh, Warrior in the Woods Operation Raven. That was that was my first like big paintball game, I, like 300 or 400 people. Yeah, that was, uh, and then we had uh, after that, which was uh, the War for Oil. That was at Storm One, and that was a big one as well. That was the first one with the Humvee. That was after we had the banana boat, we built the Humvee. Nothing beats the Humvee, man. No. <laughs> Nothing. I have yet to see this Humvee. 
Uh. It is terrifying, man. I'm telling you right now, when you're on the field and someone yells, Humvee North Road, and you turn and look, and there's this vehicle bearing down the road towards you, it's nothing like, oh, I can't even explain it, man. I'm at a loss for words. It's terrifying. It's (laughs) got this mounted A5 on it, and it's just ripping paint at you. Oh, it's... You, you find whatever bunker you can, and you just dive over it and hope to God you're not getting lit up. <laughs> and it sounds throaty as well. I mean, the exhausts, like, cut off on it, I guess, just because we, uh, we had to rip the whole thing. I mean, I cut the roof off. It was an old uh, Grand Jeep Cherokee is what it's built on. Oh, okay. Um, would you believe it or not? And we uh, we cut the roof off it and, uh, and pretty much modded it and welded uh, a new frame on it to turn it into a Humvee. That was really cool. Wow. I want to see this thing. I thought you just bought a Humvee. Like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish, I wish it would, it maybe would have been cheaper in the long run. I don't know, but, uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, know how much one of those runs. That'd be yeah. cool, though. I want to see this thing, though. I want to see this. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to get down, uh, get down to the next, uh, Disavowed game. You know what I'll do? Uh, I know where the video is right now for the last Disavowed game that you guys put on. Uh-huh. I will share the link for that on my Facebook page. So if anybody wants to see the Humvee, it is in that video. And it is terrifying. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Okay, so I'll jump onto Nightmare's Facebook page after the podcast. Perfect. And I'll, I'll check it out there. Um, speaking of the Disavowed games, you have one coming up, don't you? We have the, we have a Magfair Disavowed. It's, I guess, our second one if you cost the bunkers a... Uh... Our first, yeah, uh, May 31st at uh, Seabreeze. Hmm. 60 players, limited to. Now, so, are there any any details you can give us about it? Uh, yeah, I can give you a, a brief overview. We're, um, we're going to go with, uh, it's carrying on the storyline of the original uh, Disavowed series. So we've got the, uh, the Disavowed CIA and uh, the Three Kings mercenaries. They're going to be one of the one of the sides working together against the the Chinese forces that we had from the from the bunker. Um, it's going to be in a similar kind of format to what we ran with the bunker. Um, yeah, as in it's split up into thirty minute games. So uh, it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be a respawn event like we normally run for disavowed with respawns every fifteen minutes. It'll be a, a thirty minute game with set objectives. Um, we, we're bringing the medics back. Um, they worked, you know, really well the last few games. Um, and the engineers as well, and the, the sound claymores. So <laughs> Nightmare can, uh, can walk through one of his own and set it off again. <laughs> oh, the bane of my existence, man. Oh, embarrassment level, 94%. It's, it's funny, it's normally like a, about a, at least a week after we we run disavowed, I normally go uh, go back up to CDA and I normally get a, normally get a bag full of those that have just got left on the field somewhere. And <laughs> Gary's kind of walking around, knocking, <laughs> setting them off as there's no one around. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're we're, uh, we're bringing the engineers back and uh, the claymores back as well and snipers again. Um, we've got a, a a few different things we're going to try with this, I guess. It's more new for the fact that it's going to be in the in the Magford side of it. We're uh, we're going to have gun emplacements, which are going to be non-Magford markers that are going to be fixed. So you're going to have uh, you're going to have that kind of 
element in with the Magpud side of it as well. No, and they can't be moved, right? Like you said, no, they're fixed. So they're... they're fixed. We're going to have like certain machine gun nests in certain missions that will be set up, and that will just be a regular hopper-fed marker in there and uh, just kind of add a little bit of a, a different stake on things. That yeah. is terrifying. It's almost like a secondary objective kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's a really cool idea. We were talking about that uh, in one of our last podcasts. Somebody somebody was saying something about uh, turrets. Yep. Yeah, I can't remember who that was, but uh, yeah, I like that idea. Uh, cool. So you're going to have fixed turrets and all that. Uh, anything else? Like anything? Uh, we. Uh, I don't think uh, we're not sure if we're going to take the Humvee down yet. Uh, that's still up for uh, up for debate. It's a lot. Of, <laughs> costs a lot of money to move that thing around. Um, uh, it seems like it'd be hard. Like I, I know Seabreeze quite well. I don't know where you would even use it on their field. It's um, it's pretty good off road. As long, it, I guess that's the thing as well. It depends on how the weather is. If it's, if it's dried, we can. You've got the main track around Seabreeze. Oh yeah, yeah, so you I do. So I guess yeah. that would be that. You know I mean. If, they might have to move some obstacles, but I mean, yeah, it is doable. Yeah, there's a few bits and pieces on there, but most of the stuff, I, I talked about it with Derek before, most of the stuff that they build on the road that goes around is movable, and <laughs> we've mentioned it a few times, um, so we'll wait and see if that works out. Uh, I'm not going to say either way on that, and then if it happens, it'll be a surprise, kind of uh, kind of like we did last year. Yeah. No, oh, that's really cool. And so you may I, get to uh, see it then. Yeah, maybe I'll get to see it. You should bring it down, no matter what the cost, just so I can see it. <laughs> uh, Give the bill to Brad. And yeah. I want to, I want to drive it. Oh, we can arrange that. Oh, that's that's uh, that's half the fun. Oh, we're gonna need extra Drawing. insurance. Oh yeah, you are. Driving <laughs> that thing around. Oh, I want to drive it. That sounds awesome. But, Put a guy uh, named Hooligan in the driver's seat of a <laughs> of an all-terrain vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Might never see it again. Oh, well, I'm more worried about Seabreeze's field. There goes the bunkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight over the top. Well, that's, Nobody that's... likes that church anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll just move it in in several pieces. Um, wow, that's really cool. So um, do you, are you working on anything else other than... Uh... Well, I've been busy, uh, I guess, putting the final pieces together for the Magfed League. Yeah. Um, I just finally got last the end of the last year's video out today yes i haven't watched that yet i've been meaning to i actually have it queued up right now like i'm waiting to hit play once we're done here <laughs> i'm dying to see it yeah it was uh, it was all all three events are on there it was uh, oh it was it was a blast last year um yeah. some great fields as well and they were all they're all different there's not not one of those fields that's really anything like the other um which I guess was kind of half the half the appeal with going with those last year. Hmm. But uh, yeah, trying to uh, trying to coordinate that for this year. We got uh, eight eight teams coming on this year. So far, we've got uh, six six places filled. We've got two left, and we've got a few people that are looking at possibly getting the, the last two teams in. So yeah, now. Uh, uh... Guardian, how's that uh, secondary team coming along? Oh, uh, it's a work in progress. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to gauge like commitment levels, the big thing, and just with the weather, we we had to cancel one practice and we made it a meeting instead. 
But uh, we had a pretty good turnout for the meeting. I think we had about 11 people there. So uh, as long as we don't have anyone drop out, there's still room for maybe one, maybe two more people, and then it'll be a sure thing. So. Cool. So anyone listening in and around the Maritimes, because you don't have to be – well, is it, is it an absolute necessity – absolute necessity for them to be uh no we're actually it's completely based on a spare scheme approach we're calling it the uh, joint task for joint task unit and uh yeah we have people from any team on there we have some solo players on there and then we have some uh people from msob on there so, yeah, uh, i'm on there and i'm six hours away exactly <laughs> so yeah anyone that's interested in taking a to the next level let us know Taking Megfed to the next level. That's, uh, that's a hell of a motto you got there for a Spares team. Uh, so, uh, so English, why don't you uh, fill us in on the on the details of the Meg, the Maritime Megfed League? Well, we've got uh, we've got five events this year. So we're gonna this year we're splitting the league into into two because uh, last year we had five teams at every event and it was it was a long day. And ideally, um, it kind of messed up the format a little bit because with that many teams playing through, you couldn't, we didn't have enough time for every team to play each team twice. So for some of the fields that maybe were slightly lopsided, there's a bit, the coin toss had maybe a little bit to do with that. So. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is, is the Wolverines won because of a coin toss. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Rigged. So we're looking to avoid that this year. So we're okay. going to um, and uh, and also try and make it so that we can we can increase the size of the league, get a few more teams on board. So um, we got to, we got Meat Shield from the Smurfs and uh, Andrew Jordan. They're uh, they're going to help me out and coordinate the the group two of the league. And uh, I'm going to kind of run with group one. And we're looking at having. Uh, group one's gonna play Seabreeze, uh, Paintball for event one, and then, uh, up to, uh, SNL for, uh, for event two, and the final, which will have all eight teams, is gonna be at Crossfire. And then, uh, group two is gonna play Hillsborough at, uh, in New Brunswick, the new field up there, which I've yet to, any of you guys headed down there yet? Uh, yeah, I made it out in November. I definitely like the uh, the close quarter setup. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a that's a, a two new fields I guess it have, have appeared in the last last couple of years: Seabreeze and Hillsborough. And then event two for Group Two will be at uh, CDA. Mm-hmm. And then everyone to uh, Crossfire again. Very cool. So it's gonna be a Busy, busy season already. That's uh, we try to make it so that that the the events for Group One and Group Two are, are on the same day. They are on the same day, so that it doesn't mean you've got um, you've got a whole group of players that have just got one day that's committed, as opposed to having like half the players play one weekend in Group One and have Group Two the next weekend, so that you tie up kind of two weekends where you get a lot of players that were busy. Okay. Yeah, makes that's sense. A good idea. Yeah, yeah it's it. There's only so many weekends in the year, and uh, it's getting <laughs> the Maritimes is starting to pick up more and more events every year. Oh uh, God, yes, yeah. It's like my looking at my schedule for this year is going to be crazy already. Yeah, my um, boss already hates me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
so it's hard to uh, try and try and fit everything in. So anything we can do to try and optimize time and and uh, help out there. Sweet. Uh, so where where did you get the idea to start the Megfed League? Well, I I gotta say um, that started with a conversation with I think with Mike Rogers and Eric Ford from Smurf uh, back with the, one of the old Warriors in the Woods event I think it was uh, War for Oil at Storm Warning so that would be four years ago now um, we'd always talked about a proper um, like Woods Ball stroke and Magfed was just starting to come out there and I think the next time we met up I think Magfed was the Takamo kits were out so Mm. We were kind of saying this is going to be the next big thing, and I kind of I, I was kind of busy with with Warriors at the time and and just playing paintball, and I was kind of like I want to be in this thing. I don't really want to organize it. I want some someone else to organize <laughs> it. I don't want to play in it. But um, but it never kind of materialized. So I guess uh, last year it was kind of there was there seemed to be enough Magfed players out there in the Maritimes. It seemed to be be uh, gathering a lot of attention and, and I noticed a lot more players switching so we kind of sat down I kind of chat with the team and said you know do you think there's enough people out there do you think we can go ahead and they were like yeah let's let's give it a try and I, uh, I put the call out uh, up on Facebook what was it two years ago now yeah near, yeah two years ago this uh, this August asking if uh, how many people out there reckon they could pull together a uh, a seven-man team for uh, for a Magfed event, and it kind of went from there. Hmm. So it just sort of, well, I'm, I'm sure it didn't just fall into place, but it sounds <laughs> like it uh, just perfect timing. Everything just sort of came together at the right time. Uh, well, yeah. The um, I think that part of that, I guess, was uh, was also the release of all the the new Magfed markers. You had a a lot of companies all kind of release them. Kind of, you had the new. Um, I guess I think Dam had just come out not long before then. I guess the new Milsix were coming out, um, so there was uh, there's a lot more options on the market than what there was, you know, the year before. Then there was, you know, it, it was either an old Milsig or uh, or a Tiberius. It's yeah, that was my ma- that was my first mag that was a Tiberius pistol. Yeah. So. I think the uh, Tipman with the TPX did uh, did a lot for Magfed to bring it into mainstream woods ball really absolutely right and it's a great marker i mean like a lot of people ask me about what you know they want to pick up a marker for the magsburg league what's you know what should they do well that's a most of our team we're down 50 percent of them run just tpx's now nice yeah. and light and with the the zeta mag it definitely makes it it's comparable with most primary markers for capacities. Yeah, yeah it, it levels the playing field. With the old seven seven round mags, you were kind of a little bit of a disadvantage, but I'll be honest, I think now with the with the Zetas, you've got 20 balls in such a low low profile and it's not a lot of weight, you can uh, you can you can still carry a lot of mags, those, those Zetas, and uh, yeah. it doesn't weigh you down. It's, uh, it leaves you pretty mobile. Very true. <laughs> Wait a minute! I'm giving all our secrets away for the Wolverines here. Disregard that. You just <laughs> cut, cut that off. <laughs> and now the whole world knows. Yeah, no, it's too late now. It's gone out. So, <laughs> so if you want to compete with the Wolverines, just run TPXs with Zetas. Go light. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, no, that's that goes way. I remember when I started with Woods Ball and uh, the tank on the back of the marker started weighing me down, so I moved to a remote line, which was more balanced, but it was still pods plus the tank on my back. It all it all weighed me right down. And as soon as I switched to dedicated MegFed, I was blown away by how much quicker I can move. So uh, I think a, a TPX is definitely in my in my near future. The cost per day is pretty nice as well. Yeah, that was a one big bag of paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, field owners hate us. Yeah, I found I shot the same amount MegFed or not. I never shot that much, I guess, to begin with, though. Yeah, no, if I run my die, I'm running a full case, case and a half of paint in a day. Wow. If I'm running MagFed, it's like a bag. Yeah, and I think that's a, as like organizing events, that's something that is is really hard to try and take on. Like, it's it's like a, it's hard to, to find that middle ground, because with, before MagFed, when everyone was just running hoppers, like, generally most players did shoot a lot more paint. Like everyone, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. was, it wasn't unusual, a normal event for most people to use, shoot a case of paint or, mm-hmm. or at least a couple of bags. Um, I think Wolf actually posted someone on Facebook. He was talking about that, actually. One of the, I guess there's a field down the States that was looking at charging MagFed players more um, more to play than, uh, than what it's charged as normal players just because MagFed players shoot less paint. Yeah. But, uh, and that's, that's part of the, the problem... I guess a lot of people trying to trying to start um, magfed events, magfed leagues. I guess I I I've talked to quite a few people over the the last year about um, them asking how I went about getting the magfed league going, and I just say all you need to do is just sit down with the field owners and kind of say this is what you want to do. You know, we want to bring it to your field. We want to we want to try and promote the sport and, uh, and get more people into the game and MagFed definitely seems to be doing that I've seen a lot of players that are, that are new that you know haven't played paintball before and they see MagFed and they kind of get sucked in well it's it's just it's so different from from what paintball's been in the past right everyone it's new it looks cool <laughs> to yeah. start with like, you, you, there's no the, getting the, past it there's no the ignoring tactical. it it just looks really cool, and it does feel kind of badass when you're switching out a mag on the middle of a field in the middle oh, yeah. of a firefight, right? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I can definitely see see some issues with uh, with field owners being a little hesitant. For, for the cost thing, I usually explain, I've talked to quite a few field owners about this, where uh, we're not. Like specifically only make fit on the team, but most of our guys tend to go that way because it's cool and fun. But I try to explain to them that like at an individual event we might spend less, but like an average person still has the same amount of money to spend on recreation. So we're just spreading it out. So we play more, but at, at the end of the season I would say that we're spending the same amount, if not more, at the field because we're playing more. But, you know, it doesn't really impact how much an individual person has to spend on their creation, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. They're spending the same amount of money just spread out instead of... Yeah, and then, from my aspect, that's going to bring more new players where, you know, you have regular walk-ons with good turnouts versus, you know, someone's going to show up once a month. Yeah, I was... I talked to a guy who who ran... uh, He runs a pump 
just a just a pump marker all season until the last maybe two games of the season. This is when he breaks out his speedball marker, and that's when he like spends all the money he saved by running pump, <laughs> which I thought was pretty cool. I thought it was like, okay, that makes sense, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just save up my money by not buying other stuff outside of paintball. The money I save on paint, I spend on new mag-fed specific gear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I want to get in a whole new, you know, attire, which I know the struggle because I'm going through it right now, uh, you're looking at upwards to about $800 on a vest, mag pouches, tanks if you're going to run a secondary, uh, you know, everything. You just It all adds up. So what you're not spending on paint, sometimes you're putting it somewhere else in paintball. Yeah. As long as the money's going into the industry, who cares? That's the way I look at it. Yep. Yep, exactly. Um, so, English, do you have any advice for anyone who's who wants to grow MegFed, who wants to hold events and stuff like that? Who wants to hold events? Um, I'd say uh, get out there and uh, and start start being part of the uh, the community that we've got going on out here. I guess um, just get involved with the... Uh, with the people, the events, and the, the field owners that are already out there um, putting things on and, uh, and and become part of it. Um, we we would like we were talking earlier on. There's like there's a ton of events already uh, already uh, organised for this year, and uh, just uh, getting together, going to the fields, and just I guess trying to bring new people into the game, like Jason, just trying to. Trying to bring get get a second team into the Magfed League, and mm. you know you, you have you have someone that has a friend or someone like that. They come down, lend out your gear. That's yeah. that's that's another big thing. I mean, I don't know, like a number of times I've been to a field and someone's seen something, it's a piece of kit or whatever it is. It's always a bit scary <laughs> handing out a a three hundred four hundred dollar marker and saying, "Yeah, go on, pick it out for a spin." And yeah, and then praying it comes <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a, I, if I maybe if I had to dam or something like that, I don't know if I'd be, I don't know, uh, but if I'd feel the same way as the twelve hundred dollar market disappearing out into the woods, but uh, yeah, yeah, maybe let him, maybe pair. Yeah. <laughs> take him to the Chrono and be like, yeah. I'll let you pull the trigger a few times, but yeah. <laughs> that's it, and I'm gonna hold the marker. You just get to, you know, pull the trigger. But uh, that's a that's a big thing, like just letting uh, letting all the players like have a. Have a look at your gear, and I guess mm-hmm. get to try it out and see if they see if they like the idea of it. Yeah, I Most know. Most people get hooked. Oh yeah, no, I know. I took my girlfriend to end of days event in PEI, and that was not her first paintball game, but it was like her first big paintball game. Uh, other than that, she had paintballed in like Sussex, so tiny town, tiny paintball field. Anyways, um, she happened to walk by one of the Smurfs tables. And he had his TPX out on the table, and she just she just walked over and picked it up and went, "I want one of these." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Good, because I want one too." So now I have a reason to buy it. <laughs> um, and uh, she's she paintballed once last year, and I'm sure winning the the phenom at the event yeah. helped this along. <laughs> but uh, she's she's super excited to get back out, uh, get back out and paintball. So it's just that easy, bringing them to the event and yeah. our game, and they're hooked. Get them, uh, get them involved in in what's going on. Because yeah, we've got so many quality events that are going on already this year. I mean, 
we've got uh, this is the new one going to be at um, uh, at the Sleeman Park again. Yes. Crossfires, uh, oh yes. Here's hoping the wind cooperates with us yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, the wind and the weather. I they did uh, mention something about underground bunkers. I'm not sure if that's going to be something new, but well, I was wondering about that because last year they had well they had the the buildings. There wasn't anything underground, but it would not surprise me if the military built underground oh, there structures. Is. You know, there's something. There's gotta under be that. There, that that complex is not just a parking lot and a storage area. No, it's from what we saw. It was just a bunch of garages along a roadway. But I mean, you know for a fact there is something underneath that. Well, it's got to be. It was an old air. It was an old air force base. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the buildings that were around the, I guess, the coast side of it. I don't think, I don't think you were allowed in those at the at the event when they all showed us. Wasn't it only the center kind of building? Yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, the uh, and, and the one at the the middle, I guess, back. I guess that was open yeah. as well. Yeah, the big uh, like garages. Yeah, basically, yeah. like they they were hangers. It's like bunkers so they were all locked up so it wouldn't surprise me if those went underground somewhere yeah, they posted some pictures last year and i thought for sure the event was an underground event uh just because just from the pictures they posted mm-hmm. but uh never know i don't know if that's further underground or if it's just an area that we didn't explore well we tried uh, to explore it was all the lights are off too so <laughs> yeah we're gonna bring flashlights this time yes flashlights next time for sure uh oh actually on amazon there's uh Night vision goggles for sale. Oh my 12, e- 12 easy payments of $1,500. <laughs> hey, Hooligan, can I have 12 easy payments of... Uh... <laughs> yeah, me first. No, I'll, uh, back, I'll go in on that. <laughs> we'll just share them. <laughs> that's, that's right. We'll, we'll all buy one, and then the very first game we go out to, we'll get shot right in the lens. Yeah, uh, I'd cry. Done. I, th- I think I just I just drop to my knees and cry. That's like four die dams plus <laughs> four <laughs> die dams. <laughs> just to put that in com- comparison. <laughs> Holy! Oh wow! Yeah, no, that's that's too much money to risk. Um, I think a flashlight will do fine. Yeah. <laughs> little, little dollar store LED flashlight. Solid. There we go. We'll run with that. So. Right. Um, so English. Where can people register for? Everything you just talked about. Uh, well, for the uh, for the Magpie League, that would be um, you just uh, drop me a message on Facebook. Either go to the uh, the, the MML, uh, the Maritimes Magpie League Facebook page, and send me a message there, or uh, send me a message just directly to myself on Facebook. Um, or you can uh, visit the the Keep Calm Scenarios website and just send me a send me a message through that and get hold of me that way. And for uh, for disavowed for registration for the May disavowed, uh, that's going to be opening shortly in the next few days. Yes, yes, Probably. yes. Let's get this rolling. That and so, Cowboys versus Banditos. Yep. Come on. Cowboys, where Cowboys will be. Shut up uh, and take my money. <laughs> Cowboys this year? Oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get to as many events as I can. I've already gone to the boss with a mile and a half long like list of days <laughs> off. Like, can I have these days off and? Uh, what was the other today I asked I was like what's happening on on these two days because we have a big inventory uh, two days after uh, the game that's happening in Ormukto in the new field in Ormukto Uh, and uh, I was just like what are happening these days and he's like why where's the tournament 
<laughs> the first thing he goes to is like, oh, he just knows now. you're thinking about me, buddy. That's great. It's an Ormukto. Can I have the days off? <laughs> um, yeah, Cowboys is that pump, pump and pistol. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. So much fun. Last year was a blast, man. I That was my first time ever heading to Seabreeze, and from that moment on, I love the field. I love that event, and I cannot wait for it this year. I bought a Tippix just for that. I swear to God. That's why I have one. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I was actually, I think, uh, I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but it was some somebody was telling me I have to go to Cowboys and Banditos, and I was I don't have a, a pistol. I said, well, you have to get one for this event. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, so if you don't get one by then, I have extras. I'll lend you one. <laughs> I was like, if you sh- if you showed up at that event, someone I guarantee half the people there. Uh, there's a, there's so many old like a lot of people with old school pumps and stuff like that. Everyone has five or six mm-hmm. mark just yeah. lined up a different marker for every game. Um, rabbits must have about seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, well, that's uh, great. Okay, cool. Yeah, and but, sorry. Uh, um, yes. Yeah, so the uh, registration for Cowboys. I don't know when that'll be opening up. That's probably going to be uh, that's going to be a month or so away. I think. Okay. Perfect. So uh, anyone who wants to look into that can look up uh, Keep Calm and Carry On Scenarios uh, or English Dave on Facebook, and you'll get all the news that way. Uh, if you want to see a video of the the Humvee that I'll be driving, <laughs> you can go to Nightmare's Facebook page. And if you want to get involved with the, the Maritime MegFed League on the Spares team, uh, you can check out uh, Guardian's Facebook page or uh, go to MSOB on Facebook. Uh, English, thanks for joining us. Thank you. It was a pleasure having you. And uh, hopefully I'll be seeing you a lot uh, out and about in the fields. Yeah, as soon as the snow is closed up. Yes, the snow. (laughs) Or if it doesn't, that's it. I'm going out anyway. Yeah, I was just thinking about moving to California. (laughs) I don't know. Rap 4 is there. Operation End War. (laughs) A lot of paintball fields. Yeah, it's got a lot going for it. It really does. So, uh, so yeah, thanks for thanks for joining us, uh, Nightmare Guardian. Again, thanks for uh, backing me up. As always. And uh, until uh, until next week. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs>